Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Mowers, start your engines. It's the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Uh, we're bouncing in the studio. Top of the morning, everyone, Saturday Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro Mowers, our dear friends. Toro's 100% grass-fed mowers lead the charge. Julian King and the Miss Old Jays Magnuson in the chair today for Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. So, Nick... As you know, cheer, cheering the red and the white. He's busy on Sydney Swans duty and ads. Well, I think Kibbo told me that ads is trailing the Socceroos while they play a couple of friendlies against New Zealand. And look, given their sponsorship partnership with Subway, I suspect Adam Peacock's trying to find a creative way to work the term footlong into his copy. They are singing in Parramatta this morning. We'll get into that. The open line number, it's open for business. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, And the text line 0457... 736-736. Check in, have your say. Welcome to the listeners on SEN 1170 in Sydney, SEN 1620 on the Gold Coast. A special hello as well to all our listeners on SENQ 693 in Brisbane and to anyone tuning in via the app. And the Miles Club podcast, you can get it through Apple, Spotify and your usual podcast platforms. Let us know where you tuned in today and what do you make of the match last night. High chance of showers in Sydney today. Tops at 20. No, not too heavy. So have a shot at firing up the Toro. Now, a man who does his best work in the wet, Miss Jays Magnuson. Miss Ol, good morning to you. <laughs> morning, Jules. I've gone the SEN Quaddy this week. Yeah, tell me. Uh, that is crunch time. Yep. Into breakfast with Flossie, mm. into drive home with Joel Kane, into Mowers Club. My first Mowers Club debut. So you in my Mowers Club yeah, cherry. Uh, welcome, welcome. So you're sort of the, the everyman off the bench. You're like the Craig <laughs> Wing that comes off the bench. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Good looking and just versatile. You know? Well, Gibbo told told me that I was going to be on with uh, Nick Davis this morning, and I was thinking about. It. I thought there's no chance an ex Swans player isn't on some sort of junket yeah. on a grand final when the Swans are playing, and I think it's also a ten year anniversary. For the Swans, yeah, from the 2012 Grand Final, so he'll be on some junket somewhere. He's probably on a cruise on the harbour, or yeah, he'll be on, on a private else too, jet down to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jimmy, I, I knew the only way you'd come in if I said Nick Davis was working. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This we're, we're we're striking up. This was the the Com Games power couple here uh, yeah. for week two. <laughs> I'll come in with shots, guys. Again, yeah. I'll come with shots. Again, Eamon Sullivan, Steph Rice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello to you, Gibbo. Hey, you know, I tell you what, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that because you and I do a lot of filling stuff on this network. You know what? Yeah. Uh, we're like the Panthers, Miss Sol, the next man up mentality. We're like we are. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan, Jamin Salmon. Uh, although your gut is slightly stronger than Jamin Sammons. I'm the Brian Norrie of the Melbourne Storm. <laughs> played for my Dragons, Brian Mor- Norrie. Did Good. he? Yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. Good player. Yeah. Good player. Hey, we've got a big show in Prospect coming up. The King, Wally Lewis, the sixth of mortals, going to join us. You know, I still get nervous because I haven't talked to, the, talked to Wally Lewis because it's Wally. Right? Yeah. I wasn't Wally. born when he was doing his thing, so. It doesn't matter. Though. But he's transcendent. Still exciting. Though, is. Yeah. yeah, he is. He is the King. Now, we do have the small matter of the AFL grand final. The numbers are going to go through the roof because the Sydney Swans are playing. Uh, basically, yep. the, the highest rating AFL grand finals have all involved Sydney. Oh, it's a big, You're big kidding. Market. Yeah, big, big market. Have you got any plans this afternoon for the grand final? No, I don't. I'm still sort of tossing up what to do for the grand final. 
Gibbo? Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. He's absolutely. Well, I'm not pad. sure. Yeah, so I went last week to the SCG. Marnie yeah. came down from the Central Coast. Massive Collingwood fan. Yeah. Got to the pub at about 12.30, yeah. 1 o'clock. Yeah. By three-quarter time, I'm gone. You're I'm gone. out of there. Oh, so you didn't go to the game. No, I was at the game. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we left. We left. Oh, and that, left. Points. <laughs> that was the best quarter, you idiot. <laughs> I still had fun. Yeah, so yeah. 30 points down. Yeah. You know, yeah. Next day, she messages me, oh, they, they got back to my <laughs> Anyway, so any sort of pub on the northern beaches, but I feel like the inner city of Sydney today would be a good day. You're out at the East Missile. Where yeah. you maybe? Well, that, that's a heartbeat of Sydney Swans supporter base, isn't it? Oh, Mossman. Eastern suburbs. And I reckon more east than Mossman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are a lot of late bandwagon supporters. You know the ones that you oh, see them walking around yeah, the city yeah. with Sydney Swans. It is, They've still got yeah. the rebel sport tag attached to it. Yeah. You know, like they carry a lot of the they are They are a highbrow supporter base, I reckon, mm. the Swans. Um, my missus is a massive Swans fan, so she's flown down to oh, Melbourne. Really? So I got the place to myself. Oh, so you're uh, thinking boys, boys. Well, so when, when, was that an in, like a, a, a veiled invitation? I what think are you so. boys doing for the game, Gustavo? Can we bring yeah. Jules a son? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got your Wi-Fi? Yeah. <laughs> and headphones? <laughs> he's, he's easily pleased. Yeah. <laughs> What's he watching out there? Oh, he's, I don't know. He's, he's got... He, he's, he sort of trawls through YouTube and then, you know, then I log on to do some research and there's all his crap there. It used to be oh, Eagles okay. and now oh. it's like, you know... Uh, you know, video games, Minecraft, does he need, Roblox, uh, and does he need not? Gibbo to teach him the incognito mode? Yeah, because that's easy. <laughs> <to control>. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to put my son on the dark web? Eh? Please don't. Well, I'm not going to put him on the dark web. I might show him the dark web, but he's got the double screen going. But yeah, he's a wannabe. He? He's a wannabe sort of gamer YouTuber now. So oh, he watches okay. the ones that are in their gamer chair and they have got their headphones and they're sort of narrating their game. They're going, oh, yeah. what's going on? Oh, oh no, look, I'm going to die. Oh, I'm going to jump in. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll probably be the first generation, Gibbo and I, that encourage that because it's the fastest growing um, sport in the world. Yeah, huge. Well, yeah, um, you use that term loosely, yeah, I know, loosely. but huge, huge money in it um, and a, a legitimate career in it if you're good enough. Esports. Oh, Esports. Some, some of the people that he follows have like two million subscribers which is yeah. insane and they make massive coin off, off streaming of yeah. and sponsors and it's it's pretty legit they'll, they'll push for olympic conclusion one day yeah i know that'll hurt me yeah <laughs> it'll yeah, hurt me so. um yeah, some 16 year old kid from japan's got a silver medal just like james magnus <laughs> yeah it, doesn't sit it, right hurt, it hurt me enough uh in tokyo when there was 16 year old kids doing kick flips and getting medals um not because i, I don't value the sport or um, how tough it is yeah. at that level. It's just, um, I don't know. I, str- I struggle a, a bit when we, s- I struggled with golf. The I, I really struggled when they introduced golf to the Olympics. Well, is it, wasn't the rule of thumb. Well, it, the Olympics should be the pinnacle for that sport. That should be the most coveted award. So if, yeah. if you're a golfer, you had a choice of Olympic gold medal or a green jacket. What do you take? Oh yeah. Green um, jacket every exactly. day of the week. Exactly. And the, the, now, what about tennis? the motto of the Olympics is, Sidious Altius Fortius, faster, faster, higher, stronger. And when you see the golfers rock through the village, you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a John Daly kind or a Craig Perry. Yeah, sort of well, at least, at least John Daly and a Bender could go faster, higher, stronger. But yeah, no for the most part. What about surfing, Missal? Uh, I think there's a more athletic element to surfing yeah. than golf. Yeah, um, break dancing. Break dancing is going to do my head in. Uh, I, I could, I could honestly cull it to probably five sports. Uh, you know, the, the funniest thing is 
they've banned weightlifting from the Olympics, which really is more of a purest sport. Yeah. Banned. We were a good chance at a gold medal as well. Well, we had... Uh, Eileen Ficker-Matana, Fijian Bourne. Well, I'll go yep. back to 84. 84? Dean yeah, Lucan. Oh, the, Dean Lucan. The tuna fisherman from Port Lincoln. <laughs> so the reason they've banned it is they've just said that doping is too prolific. and That's not a reason to ban it, though, is it? I mean... Well, we've still got cycling. Correct. Well, exactly. I mean, I mean there was a host a, of sports. I mean. the, there's, there's, only one, uh, there's only one runner that's been, I think, sub 9.9 that hasn't tested positive for the 100 metres. That's Usain Bolt. So yeah. you, could, you could argue that that sport is quite riddled as well. Um, but yeah, I reckon by the time, by the time esports come in, I might've flicked over the channel for the Olympics. Okay. What about yeah. sports that involve judging? That's like, yeah. Like, you know, diving and gymnastics or. You know, it's, I like gymnastics. You, you beat the clock or you lift a certain amount and that's it. Yeah. I like gymnastics. Yeah. Um, diving, take it or leave it. Sorry to those divers out there. All right. What about rugby league? Should that be in the Olympics? Because I tell you, it was quite a spectacle at Queensland Country it was a Bank spectacle. Stadium last night. I had a real energy about it too. You must be the only bloke in Parramatta today not wearing a Parramatta jersey. Can I tell you something? Because you know I'm not a Parramatta fan, but I've got a soft spot to the Eels. You live in the area and you get caught up in, in the community. So, yeah. so last night... I'm... He gets caught up in the gangs as well, Jules. Yeah, He's I got a pretty he dark background. I've Just... seen him at a dune side with uh, yeah. Lou and... You know, <laughs> I'm just, just going to hike up my sleeve and see a postcode tattooed on my, on my He's throwing up the gang signs gang signs for Manasi Fainu. So anyway, he's a church-going filler. So anyway, last night I started watching the game with a couple of kids and normally the plan was, uh, you know, maybe get through the first half and just hit the pause and then get them to bed, all things going to plan. I'm five, ten minutes behind the game, come back and didn't work yeah. that way. The kids were being a pain in the backside. Couldn't get them to bed. So I ended up watching it late. So I get to the second half where they'd scored again, the Cowboys. Uh, was it maybe Murray Talangi it might have been. Anyway, they got to 18-12, 2012, and I go, oh, this is a belter of a game. And then all of a sudden I hear coming down the street doing laps. Uh-uh. <laughs> Go Parramatta! Woo! So they absolutely ruined it for me. And there was scenes. Yeah. There was scenes outside the Leagues Club and, and the stadium there on O'Connell Street. Yeah. So they did ruin it. But that was okay. I'm, I'm delighted that Parramatta got through. And the thing about it is, I mean, there's a lot of talk about Mitch Moses doing his Josh Allen, you know, forward pass. And, and everyone seemed to have, well, only the officials seemed to have missed it. It's yeah. quite remarkable. Yeah. Uh, Gus Gould made a good point, though, Miss Ollie. Somebody brought it up with him on Twitter, and he said, yeah, but you know what? The, the Cows got to an eight-point lead in the second half. I don't think you can blame the loss on that decision alone. No. There was plenty unraveled in that game for um, – there's there's chances for the Cowboys, uh, plenty of chances, and a couple of soft-ish tries to Campbell Gillard that, that probably that, could have been stopped. That that second one really surprised me. Yeah. Without protecting the lead, and, and it was Tambalolo and, and Jordan McLean, actually. They just didn't get off the line. A yawning yeah. gap, and, and they've been doing it all night. You knew that play was coming because they've been rehearsing that a lot. Marnie with that short ball to, to Reg, yeah. and when he winds up, he's hard to stop from that distance. Yeah. Just, and and uh, they didn't even make it hard for him. He just he strolled over. I was quite heavily invested in Parramatta last night. Yeah, cool. really? And so I give, lived... Give us the breakdown. Go. I, I lived the game as a Parramatta supporter, essentially. My God, the roller coaster that is supporting Parramatta yeah, through right. 80 minutes of football, they have to be one of the most inconsistent teams yeah. just across that 80 minutes. The edge defence is paper thin. The front rowers are the most elite in the competition. Dylan Brown can be the best 5'8", 
but also the quietest 5'8 from half to half. Mitch Moses can be a genius and then put two kicks out on the full and oh. miss a conversion from, you know, 10 metres beside the goalpost. You know what? Just on Mitch Moses, I'll, I'll, like he missed the birth of his child and I think he had a grandparent passed away. So I'll, yeah. I'll give him a pass this time. Yeah. But they are so rocks and diamonds, aren't they? When rocks they're on, they, they can beat anyone. But sometimes, what are they doing? Yeah. And turning, the, you know, allow, inviting tees back to the game were just really dumb turnovers. And their completion in the first half was around 60%, I think it was. Yeah. So Parramatta fans out there, uh, I know what it feels to be one of you now. <laughs> and it is... Tough. It ages you, doesn't it? Oh, it's tough. Um, so I was on the show yesterday with with Joel Kane, and he was convinced that the Cowboys were going to do it. And uh, he texted me after the after the Cowboys went up uh, in the second half, and he said, "Tata Eels." Mm. I think they went up by eight points. Yeah, twenty to twelve. Twenty to twelve. Yeah. And I, I was I was there with him. I thought they're done here, and I honestly thought it was Regan Campbell Gillard. And Sean Lane turned the he game a, for he Paramount. Had a monster second. Well, if you remember too, it was twenty points to twelve, and I think they turned the ball over, and it was Sean Lane who was sort of pounced on that intercept, and so they were they were coming because they were they were making easy yards to out of dummy half, and rolling down the field, North Queensland, and that just uh, that turnover almost changed the complexion of the game because not yep. long after that it was that short ball, Campbell Gillard, and then bang bang, double barrel, then Sevo scores. Yeah. But, I think for Parramatta, they will be absolutely sweating on the fitness of Opacek. Uh, Bailey Simonson at centre, I, I don't know if that... Was, I thought he was okay. He was, he was okay, but uh, you saw both centres for Para absolutely flying out of the line at times. Penasini on one side, uh, Simonson on the other. As soon as as soon as soon the Cowboys got within their 20-metre line, I was just thinking this is a, a try coming. Did would, you put, uh, would you put... Wonga Blake out of the side and move Bailey Simonson to the wing, knowing that Cleary is going to be yep. putting up those monster bombs next week if the Panthers are to get through. I I, I wouldn't be playing Wonga Blake in that grand final. Did it surprise you that he didn't kick to his wing more often? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Dropped, and all of a sudden, they sort of, it kept finding Michael Sebo's throat. Yeah. What, what and and Gutherson, who's a weapon yeah. um, under the high ball. Uh, yeah, for, f- there's multiple reasons I, I wouldn't be playing Wonga Blake in the final. The first being he ran for 65 metres off the wing. Like, you've got to come in and make more of a contribution than that. Uh, two errors, two missed tackles. I, I just don't know if they can afford to carry him through to that grand final. The the problem with Wonga is you look at him and you watch him with ball in hand. He's one of the best best athletes in the competition. Super fast, rangy, strong you know, he's a Larry player, but I don't think they can afford to carry him into a grand final. I'd love to hear the perspective of an Eels fan. Text us in um, during the show, 0457 736 736. You guys have watched Wonga all season. W- would you carry him um, through to, to the NRL grand final? Maybe he needs a haircut. I'm not sold on that. Haircut, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, very 80s. He's, he's an excellent attacking player. But the thing about it, a Parramatta play this game where they sort of you know, they use their wingers differently. They they play very outside in. It's like a concertina. They go wide to the left, wide to the right, and a lot of outside in angles. And it worked really well for them. In fact, it has in the in the last few weeks. Luckily for the well, if the Cowboys had made the grand final, they would have been sweating on Tamalolo. I don't See think that? he would have played. I don't think he would. Well, you know that. You, you know, have they set a precedent? Well, you don't want to wreck the. You don't want to ruin the spectacle for the fans. Can he serve it next yeah. year? Well, he's drawn a line in the sand now, and it, it won't come to that. But I think on that evidence, 
uh, the lateness of it and the fact that he made high contact on uh, Papali, it was, yeah. he wouldn't have played next No, that's more than a fine. Yeah. Um, I, I think had Papali'i been knocked out, they're lucky that Papali'i kind of, he didn't bounce back up from it, but he did come back in the game. It wasn't considered a grade one. Had that have been a more severe head knock or had that have been on a halfback, uh, I think he would have been in big trouble. Mm. 180 metres for he had another great game too. Jason great Tumalolo. game. 62 minutes he played, 180 metres and uh, 78 post contact metres. So, Eels fans, uh, how are you feeling this morning? Uh, let's get you to dissect the game for us. 0457 736 736. Interesting, I heard uh, Matty Johns on, on Friday and Morning Glory talk about Cronulla and North Queensland. They finished second and third. Both of them go out. Well, sorry, Cronulla went out straight sets and then North Queensland fell just, just one short. And he, he said they sort of played. The type of footy that's great week in, week out, season proper. Yeah. But it wasn't finals. Finals, yeah. You know, and and, and yep. look at Parramatta. I mean, to all intents and purposes, they should have been trailing at half time. They, they barely had the ball in the Cowboys' half. They, I just had a look at the numbers, 57% possession they had in that first half. It's sometimes you just, you know, it's about taking your opportunity and just sort of having that X factor. Yep. Someone that just seizes that moment, that can take that step up. Yeah. I think sometimes then that can prove the difference in these, these big games. Were you surprised last night at the usage of the bench from both teams? So super humid conditions. Mm. It, it looked to the untrained eye like there was a lot of fatigue in the game. Players slipping over, missing tackles, struggling to get back on side. For Parramatta, they had Jake Arthur, zero minutes. Yep. Bryce Cartwright, five minutes. So they essentially played with 15 players. Yeah. And then Oregon Confuci, 20 minutes. So barely used their bench for, for – and the but, Cowboys had – Well, the hammer came on for the last four, five minutes. Too four, late. Yeah, he Too had – sorry, three minutes for the hammer, 14 minutes for Cohen Hess. Mm. Um, the both, usage both, of the bench. Yeah, see, it's interesting. Both of those teams have been talked about use – have a heavy rotation. Sorry, they don't use their bench across the border the way other teams do. So well, they rely, one team rely that, on their big go-forward men. Yeah. Uh, do you carry Jacob Arthur in – into a grand oh, I mean, Madison, I thought was good he's, he's almost in so deep now that he's got to. Yeah. Um, I thought Ryan Madison was immense. I'd be I'd be starting Madison, but what about that ball there? That cutout ball for uh, I think it was Parramatta's second try. Oh, lovely, lovely hands. He's a, he he could be a smoky for the Australian squad. Yeah. I mean we're we're pretty flush. A lot of smokies, eh? Hey? Yeah, <laughs> we're pretty we're pretty flush with uh, locks um, in Australia, but. I love what he's doing. Um, and the, the the thing I think when I watch those two sides and the fact that they're only using 15 players essentially, one team that doesn't do that, that gets great value from their bench, is Penrith. Without question. Without they, question. You can relegate Happy Chorus out to start the game. Oh, yeah. And they bring on Spencer Lenu, They bring on Scott Sorensen. Jamin Simmons there to cover all positions. Their bench is very well utilised. So I, I don't know if you can play 15 versus 17 in a grand final and come up trumps. Well, looking forward to that game. Who will Parramatta meet in the grand final? Will it be the Panthers? Will it be the Bunnies? And, of course, CSEN will call tonight's game from, of course, Stadium, Penrith and South City. Joel Kane, Anthony Seabold, Spud and Timmy Manor in the box. Congratulations to Parramatta. Uh, win, lose, a draw there. I think the monkey's off their back. Certainly ease the pressure on Brad Arthur, who said they had an honesty session. I think an honesty session can't solve. This is after the South's lost. 24 yeah. points to 20 up and running on their Mowers Club this 
Saturday morning, Jules and Missile on the chair for Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Thanks to our great friends at Toro Mowers. Toro's 100% grass-fed mowers. Lead the charge. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.